only thing better than watching TV is taking it personally. You guys, it's taking it personally. Oh my God, what to say? Come one, come all to this special mm. episode. Joined by guest co-host on EG Classic, writer, comedian, co-host of the incredible pod Ruined. Let's not ruin Southern Charm because we've got a, a lot of words to say. Allison, <laughs> welcome back. How are we? We're good. I mean... We're fine. We're fine is we're fine. the way we're fine. We're okay. Yeah. We're surviving. We're surviving. And that is all you can do. All you can do. And I have to tell you, it's been real tough for me to ease back into TV. I mm. felt a lot of guilt and shame about it and no and anger about it. And also um, desperately in need of this thing that has meant a lot in my life. And one of the first things that I watched uh, when mm. I turned on that telly once again was Had to. fucking Southern Charm, man. This is a season. Like, we've got a season. We've got a season that is fiery, burning hot. Yes. It's burning giving hot. me sun. It's it's so much. Because I also feel like in the same way that there are, like, that, you know, I've talked about other things where I hate a season that's all about one thing. Mm. I feel like this is not, this. while this is about kind of one thing, it hits so many people so hard that it doesn't feel as kind of repetitive and trudgy in the way that sometimes when a whole season is about one night that everybody's talking about for six months. Whereas this, like, even though this may be that, I think, for the season, I do think that the Austin Taylor hookup is the kind of the linchpin of everything that goes on. It affects Olivia. It affects Shep. It affects the new guy that is trying to date whoever. Like, it, it's like Whitney's <laughs> involved somehow for God knows what reason. Like, I do think, you know, Madison has like a stake in it. It's, yes. it's because, and I think it's because Southern Charm, like Summer House or um, Vanderpump Rules, is a um, mixed cast of people that can all hook up with each other in a way that a Housewives franchise typically is not. Right. It's all women and they're and so relationships are rarely the linchpin. Mm -hmm. Whereas I'm not even using that phrase right. I don't think. I think you are. Oh, okay. Linchpin. Mm -hmm. Is that like a uh, whatever? It's um, fine. It's David fine. Linchpin. It's fine. David. It's linchpin. a Brett. Mm -hmm. Um. Whereas I think like when everybody's exes are still on the show, like it does when there's kind of one big explosive moment, it like has better kind of like repercussions. Like we, it stays more interesting longer than like one fight for a whole season about what somebody said at a party about if your business is real or whatever. Like, I feel like it just, it per, it attacks more people at once if there's like a weird hookup. Mm -hmm. So that's why I feel like it's giving us a bit more juice than I was expecting it to even. 100%. And it feels like there are waves happening mm -hmm. and I believe all of them. Absolutely. I have a question for you. Please. Do you think they just kissed? Okay. Okay. First off, I I feel like I'm now understanding Taylor a little better, but mm. like I don't mm. I can't have this moment define her, but rather it's helping me understand mm -hmm. she is more complicated than I probably gave her credit for. Mm -hmm. Um and also having a conversation with like her family or whatever or Austin about whether or not this is like true love. We're skipping I, over that. I think yeah. that'll probably resurface at some point. It needs to. Um, do I think that they just kissed? Okay, let me I'm I'm not not answering. Mm -hmm. But when someone says that they hooked up, 
Mm-hmm. Can that only include kissing, which is not on her, but I'm just saying when with, if I said to you, I hooked up with somebody, can't think of anybody at this moment, can't think of a <laughs> single person that I want to. But like if I said that, could that be anything but sex? Actually, not anything but I sex. Think could that be only kissing? When someone says they hooked up with someone I then want more like I want I w- more information I think that can cover de- it's like depending on who's saying it and who's listening and who the other person is it could be anything from like we made out for a minute and a half right. outside of a bar or before he dropped me off to we had sex all night and he's still here like it could be I think it could be anywhere in there so when Austin said define hooked up I was like they had sex <laughs> Like to me, that but was, you don't need to define it at that point. But I think he was like, "Where is the line here? Where's the that line I, that I can cross?" Exactly. Like where? Like so, I will then push it forward. And when I was like, "Did you make out?" And he's like, "All right, I'm going to just take the bullet on make out and let people think that's all it was." But like, I think I I and, and not to uh, you know, it's about the pasta. It's about the pasta. I think that they had sex. I'm curious if that is the truth and if that is what eventually comes out. But like. It's kind of irrelevant because, like, either way, kind of the the what it's the, not entirely it's irrelevant. not entirely irrelevant, but it's like it's like there is a big difference between just making out with somebody um, and having sex with them in, in this specific context. Which also, and again, I still haven't answered your question, and I will attempt to. But also, Shep being like, <laughs> "You didn't just kiss. Nobody does that." And Taylor saying, "But that's what you did when you cheated, right? You didn't do anything more." I mean, that was a moment. A that moment. Was, delicious yes i'm sorry and i feel empathy for chef but like fuck me that was incredible incredible and i don't really feel a ton of empathy for chef i feel some i feel i I hate that they're making me feel it okay that's what that's it i don't want to i hate that the the current circumstances are Mm -hmm. making me feel empathy for him because i don't want to because i don't like him well it is also one of those things this season and i still haven't answered your question but the season (laughs) is so remarkable because usually it's like left up to the audience and certainly Mm -hmm. uh, oftentimes a woman majority uh part of the audience to say that like these guys are toxic and bad Mm -hmm. and this season we have craig loudly saying it at every turn with glee or anger or shock accompanied by Paige doing her level best like pantomime Ugh. work it is chef's kiss I, I don't know what's going to happen with them but the best I need version them to of Paige together. is Paige on Southern Charm 100 because I started to sour on her on Summer House I watched the last season just because it's like we need something else it's like her boyfriend lives far away she's like mm-hmm. kind of just gets involved in I've just been like a little less enamored with her than I was kind of yeah. early days this is early days Paige this is it's face. It's funny. It's I'm not involved, but I'm listening. Like it's that to me is kind of like the best page. She's like she is our Greek chorus. She yeah, is, she is doing the game. what Cameron always tried to do on this show, which is like be this like kind of like outsider voice of reason. But Paige is but funny. Paige is funny. Funnier. My kind of funny. My kind of funny. Um, she also like I will say like as somebody who's from Maryland, which is like a weird oh. in between state. And then has lived in New York for almost 20 years at this point. And is my family's originally like we're New Jersey Jews, like, we're you know, love. Um, Shalom. But I was raised in Maryland where they're, you know, it's it's not northern. It's not southern. It's this weird. It's like I think it's the weirdest state in the country, though. You're from Rhode Island. Also a weird place. But I w- Rhode Island is a weird place. And we wear that with pride. I think Maryland is I have family in Maryland. I used to go visit them in Maryland. It's I love weird, Maryland. No, it's it's a great place, but it's a weird place. Anyway, so my relationship. Its identity is TBD. 
and like different places. It's just a very strange okay, place because it, it, it is one state that really blends the north and the south intensely Intren- in a way where you're always okay. like trying to parse where you are. Got it. Got it. Got it. So got my it. relationship to what the south is is unfortunately I'm so sorry for people who live in the South. It's very negative because of the things I experienced growing up that was more mm. aligned with Southern values that okay. I, like that I've as a as a Jew growing up in a place that didn't have a lot of other Jews. Got it. Christian anyway. Got so it, got it, got it. that kind of growing up, I was very soured on the South, especially because like my mom's like, we're in New Jersey. And I'm like, yes, of course. <laughs> Pay, you know, so I have opinions about like South Carolina and all of that that like mm. I feel Paige bring to the show she gives us the outsider in and like i craig being like i'm from delaware you're like i don't know man and like austin is he's like well i'm i live in I'm north tall. north carolina and it's like it's the same nightmare um oh my god not nightmare but like you know what i like it's the same it's the same flavor it's okay. not you're not an outsider in this scenario got you it. just live slightly further away than everybody got else it. Got Whereas, it, got it, got it's it. the same like but it's like oh i look at them all and i'm like this is the same soup got it so seeing Paige sitting there being like, why am I the only one in black? Like, I just, I just like, I just connect to her so much in it. And it's Got just it. been such a joy to have kind of finally, because I've always felt that it was a little too like Charleston. It's too much of a bubble on mm. the show sometimes for like anybody to like be an outsider perspective. Even the outsiders on the show are still kind of un- in a bubble. Does that make sense? Yeah. And also the outsider has to be like good for the show. Like the perspective of like, oh, my God, I'm new here. And like, this is wild is great in and of itself. But you have to be an interesting character on the show. And that's where I think Paige works. And I have. So, I mean, (laughs) Craig just being like, Shep, you saying repeatedly this is going to be a great night. And like, we're all going to have fun now is not well. This is not (laughs) a well behavior to exhibit over and over again, which I appreciate so much. But also the kissing. Mm. So circling back to that, are they, is it a chaste, like, not notebook, because that one places, like, is it, is it like a, is it just like a, mm, like a, just Mm. kind of like, ooh, and let's see what happens, and I'm going to call a relative and talk, like, is Is it that, are we laying down, are we in a car, like, I think all of this matters, I I need need to know the kind of kiss. What night it was. A Thursday or a Tuesday? What do you mean? Like, <laughs> what day of the week was? No, but like, where were they? Like, oh, what okay. were they I doing thought... before? Oh, like the date? Day of the week. I'm like, if it's a Wednesday, clearly <laughs> they just kissed. Starting. If it's a Friday, they fucked. Like, sorry, I don't know why that's happening. Um, um, but it's just like, was this like they I really were thought you meant Tuesday? Versus... Soberly hanging yeah. out, having um dinner somewhere, mm-hmm. and were they? Did they run into each other at a party and then go off? Like, yeah, were they what... going to coffee talking about how they wanted to marry each other? Right. Did happen in right. the morning? Was it like did, had? <laughs> she slept over did she sleep over right. like it's like because we know she's done that like she or she dipped out in the words of tom sandoval <laughs> which means went to another room and then came back to the room you were in um you know it's just like i need you know i'm hoping that we get the context of the night and like if that makes us i'll have to draw our own decisions about what happened i'm fine with that if we have information to use to just like right now it's unfair to judge what actually happened because we don't have any information besides something and also mm. If you kiss your friend's ex, regardless of what the kissy says to you, mm-hmm. 
do you have a responsibility to tell them or do you feel like this would just be too hurtful? And now that I've also decided I don't think I'm going to date this person, I'm just going to keep it quiet. Which person are you referring to? Either. Both. (laughs) I think. And what's the difference? I think it's complicated because they're setting up that Olivia and Taylor are very close. And I Mm. don't think they are. Interesting. I think the show was like, here, Mm -hmm. you're both newish. Your friends, you're blonde. You're women. To say they're blonde. Yeah, they are. They're they blonde. Do, they do women. Look very they're similar. New, genuinely, and, and they became newly beautiful. They're but single. Interchangeable. They're both single at the same time. Yeah. Last time we saw them, they were in relationships. Now they're not. Like I think the show really set up a relationship that doesn't quite exist. Um, I think they are friends. I don't think that they are. Shep and Austin have clearly been friends for much longer. Whether they actually like each other or not is kind of irrelevant. They have a longer connection. Um. Also, Olivia and Austin, I can't like. I need what, more information on what that. What was it? Because it because like from what we know, they like went to two or three events together and probably had sex a handful of times drunk, and then it fizzled. And maybe it fizzled more on his end first, and then she felt a little like, huh? But like it wasn't what Taylor and Shep had, which was a real four years partnership. Plus monogamy ish ish, whatever Shep calls monogamy which is probably just like fucking on the side and not saying anything um so it's like it's so hard because like they're different I don't if I were Taylor I don't I don't know what I would have said to Olivia I don't know what I would have said and when okay but there's also a difference between saying Olivia we need to talk you know we maybe we got uh she shouldn't have ever lied that's the difference. Like, it's like, it's like, that's the difference. If, if asked, you have to answer truthfully about what happened. If not asked and you're kind of parsing through like, what is this relationship? And like, what? and if, and especially if it's that they don't want to be together, which mm. I'm not entirely confident in. Like, I don't know what happens to Taylor and Austin as we move forward. You meaning that you think that they. Like, I don't know. Like, did they kiss and then be like this is a huge mistake and we can never date nor do we want or to circle back or was it okay it's too raw right now put a pin in it because i'm not done with this but right now we kind of have to be for our friend group this is sort of the story tom sandoval was trying to sell mm. is what we're watching on mm-hmm. southern charm yes like we were thinking about it and like we didn't know what to yes. do versus like we just started fucking in that car yeah. and then <laughs> sometimes i like forget about happens. sandoval and then remember him oh, and God. everything and i'm like wow exhausting <laughs> literally exhausting the thing with olivia and austin is first off to everyone everywhere our number one value as women who are interested mm-hmm. in whatever way in men cannot be tall first. We need no. to lean out of tall. No. Because if you take away Austin's tall, I know that he still exists, but how? What is the value that he is providing to you right now aside from height? And I am someone who has been you know, dated people of I've all, dated tall. I've dated tall. I've dated not tall. And, you know, if you're a dick, you're a dick at the end of the mm-hmm. day. Like six inches is not going to help. Although, mm. well, well, <laughs> <laughs> it, it won't hurt necessarily unless it quite literally does. Like, it's just it. it's the thing with Austin is he's trying to play Shep's game, but he doesn't have the money or the access to do it. Mm-hmm. So his version to me of trying to equalize himself with Shep is to take Shep's 
toys. And because these guys don't really see women as anything else but a vessel and a real objects to have and then people to get upset at if they say I'm not forgiving you or you're a piece of shit Mm -hmm. then it is the problem of the woman who Mm -hmm. feels like she was misled or hurt in some way to get over that because Austin is doing also his level best to play Shep's game, which is the idea that no matter what happens and what I did to you, we can absolutely and must stay friends. And mm-hmm. what Austin is dealing with is the fact that Olivia is like, you're not Shep. We're not playing that game. Also, I'm not Taylor. I'm a different person. Yes. So you can't assume that I'm going to like play nice because mm-hmm. you don't deserve it because you actually hurt me. Mm-hmm. Olivia has had the most, the for me, like, the most reasonable reactions to everything. Yes. Like, where she's at, I'm like, this is how I would feel. Like, I get, like, even if they don't have to have been, like, married or living together mm-hmm. or traveling together on his dime after he made her quit her job. For it to be an important relationship to her, like, I fully have had men in my history where it's, like, it was kind of a short-lived and seemingly casual thing, but it was very impactful emotionally. It was meaningful. Yeah. With every right. Same. And so I do feel like that's where she is. And I think also that it happened um, publicly as public figures yeah. to be kind of rejected in some way, it seems Ugh. like, which is like, I can't imagine. Like, Humiliated. It's hard enough to feel rejection when no one knows what you're doing. Like, mm-hmm. that you've met someone a handful of times and it's like, they're just like, I don't really want to do this. To have that kind of said to you on a couch among other people who are on TV with Andy Cohen in the middle, that's a lot to deal with, I think. Totally. So I'm with her on all of her feelings and thoughts and she's been like not overreacting but also not like Shep is being kind of weird of like it's fine and you're like it's not we're all good people we're great no we're great and I'm like I don't know what you're covering up by trying to be cool with this um yuck Ciao, AGs. I am speaking to you right now from Rome, Italy, where I am having a little bit of a European adventure. While I love the city and have had so many unique experiences to historical sites, the Vatican, we went to the Pantheon earlier today, there was a little bit of a hiccup in the apartment that we're staying in. And while I really enjoyed getting to know Fabrizio, the owner of the flat, there was a little bit of a language barrier because I unfortunately do not speak any Italian, even though I have watched The Sopranos all the way through at least three times. And this is where Rosetta Stone comes in. What would have helped me enormously in traveling abroad would have been brushing up, also known as entirely learning, the language of Italian. It could have broken down barriers and conversation with Fabrizio. And I also think speaking the language of the place that you're in is a sign of respect to the locals. It's also the ability to fully immerse yourself in the experience. And me not knowing any Italian, apologies to my grandpa Reno, who did make pizza from scratch, it would have been an incredible and even more incredible memorable experience. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, that's right, German, Chinese, and even more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in so many ways. There are no English translations, so you can really learn, listen, and think in that language you want to learn. It's designed for long-term retention, which is especially helpful for me because while this is my first trip to Italy, I really truly hope it won't be my last. 
the lifetime membership that Rosetta Stone offers has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses that Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, AGs can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today, today. Ciao. Hey, AGs. Are you ready to add a touch of luxury to your home, just like the Real Housewives? BCC Villa Rosa. Introducing Home Threads, where style meets comfort for the ultimate glam experience. Picture this. Chic furniture, one could even say chic c'est la vie, that mirrors the elegance of your favorite housewives' mansions. With exclusive designer collections and a curated selection, HomeThreads.com has everything you need to make your space as fabulous as the housewives themselves and always at the best value. Unlike Joe Gorka's initial attempts at windows, perhaps. Now, I have to tell you, I know that Padma is no longer on Top Chef, and may her memory be a blessing, but nothing has made me feel better prepared to host future seasons and potentially even iterations of Top Chef Upper East Side Edition than the Henkel's clad 10-piece stainless steel cookware set in silver that I got along with a two-piece stainless steel ceramic nonstick fry set from Zwilling thanks to Home Threads. It makes me feel like I am finally ready to be a top chef one egg over easy at a time. They're gorgeous. They look great in the apartment. For someone like me who lives in New York City which with a very small space, what I have in my kitchen is important because guests who come to visit me see it. And I'm so, so thankful to have discovered Home Threads because now I feel fully prepared to make eggs a la Francais. Head over to HomeThreads.com today and live your best Real Housewives life. Go to HomeThreads.com slash AndyScrolls and get a code for 15% off your first order. Again, that's HomeThreads.com slash AndyScrolls for a 15% off code off your first order. HomeThreads, love where you live. Yeah, and the thing of it is, Olivia, I don't understand. I did watch the reunion from last season. Mm -hmm. I don't entirely understand what her relationship with Austin was, but a lot of that, I think, is Austin's fault. Yes. Because it sounds like, she said this in an interview or on an episode, I forget what, but like essentially they were dating, but not necessarily official, and apologies if I get this wrong, but like that at some point, in November or whatever, while they were in New York, which to me means BravoCon or the reunion, mm-hmm. that he he made promises to her of something yes. and then very shortly thereafter yes. broke them. That's what it sounded like in the maybe the premiere where she's kind of like recapping what's been going right. on with them. And he wouldn't be the first person, let alone Bravo Leb, to try to get out of the hot seat by being like, guess what? My seat is filled with love and we're going to get through this. And then immediately rescind it when he's no longer i mean on camera bcc john jansen and shan on orange county like there there is a Mm. a history here it's just that like 
Austin to me, certainly to me, much more than Taylor. It's like he's playing a game to me because there's some sort of, not some sort of, um, seemingly understandable anger or rage towards Shep. And this is his way of communicating it. And I can't imagine being in that position, being Austin, who I think is a piece of shit, thinking that subconsciously thinking that this is the thing that's going to upset my friend. And then my friend not even giving that to me. Yeah. Like, how do you it's a it's your you're playing power dynamics with yourself. Yeah. And I think also like Austin came in and was like, they Very all tall. called him new Shep. And like, yeah. I liked Austin when he first showed up totally. because I deeply don't like Shep. So I was like, <laughs> anybody who's going to make Shep feel threatened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> and then there was the Chelsea stuff. Oh, my God. We're like, which made me hate Shep even more and like Austin for kind of wanting to forgot about defend that. her yeah. and and i Protect think he her. really liked her mm-hmm. i don't remember like what happened with them and why it ended but i was like fi- but i think you're right that it was always kind of this game to catch shep and to be and to be crowned like the king of charleston or whatever that is and i think then he decided what i'm gonna do is be like such a fucking player and i think it bit him in the ass because he's like not charming enough mm. and you're right and the and the money isn't there for an, but like i think the, there's like enough money like how much I money, don't know how much money well he's they're making a, a couple shekels yeah the they're show. making money from the right. show i don't know how well trop hop is doing I, these days i mean but... god knows they have to keep bringing it up on the show it makes me think it's probably not doing well he's like here i brought you some to put in your fridge so it's there you're trying she's like i'm having one now and it's like let's all stop this parade um but i think he like overestimated how i think what what people liked about him when he first showed up was just that he wasn't Shep. And I think he overestimated how much people liked him and how much he could get away with. And now he's like too far down the rabbit hole of being like a dog, like, I don't know, like, like being kind of like getting around and I'll sleep with anybody and I'll fuck anybody over. I mean, he fucked over Madison. He fucked over Lindsay. He fucked like Sierra, like all of these women like felt hurt by him and he has not felt hurt by any of them. Who's going to hurt him? I don't know. Shep, I guess. I get. And like, I By think like that, rescinding the friendship that will never, ever happen. I, yeah. I think that's the only way he could really feel put in his place is if like men, because there's, I don't think there's a world where a woman can make a dent rejecting him or promising him and then not delivering things. Like, I don't think that that is something that like shakes Austin and then he will get to, and if anything, he will get to become a victim moving forward of like heartbreak and then he'll be sympathetic again. I mean, that was, listen, Madison is a lot. She can mm. be a lot, a lot. But mm-hmm. the thing that always sort of delighted me, even though I was also like, this is a lot, is just the way that she just dragged him to absolute hell. Yes. I, I think loved... about that now with a lot of affection. Yes, me too. But I think, I don't know if he's even like vulnerable and open enough to like get hurt by somebody in this phase. Do you know what I mean? I do. I just still am very confused at all of this happening. And I just like at the end of the day, they just they both lied to their friends for months. And there needs to be a clear delineation here because, you know, while a person might not be in the relationship, that does not mean that betrayal can't also exist. And it's a conversation about trust. And like, if you were considering dating this person and it being a significant, you have to be as careful as you possibly can when it comes to like double dipping. And if you're thinking that 
your good friend's ex might be a significant romantic relationship with you and regardless is a significant platonic one, you might fuck both of those up by moving forward, including in just a kiss. So I don't know how much thinking was done. If a lot of thinking was done, doesn't that make it worse that he lied for so long? I mean, the lying is a huge problem. Do you think that Taylor did it to get back at Shep or do you think that she like likes Austin? I don't know. The come one, come all thing with Whitney, first off, he should not be showing. There should be no photos of anybody. They didn't show anything. Show- no, no, no. Oh, okay. But just yeah. like with your mom, which is a different conversation. Like, what's we sh- we should not be doing that, that without Bates a motel of a house. Can't, I don't know. But also, Pat saying sweet at the end, I could not stop laughing. But um, <laughs> just their dynamics honestly make me laugh. Um. I don't know what's going on with Taylor and there have been any number of moments in my life where I've just been completely out of control mm-hmm. and that can include totally. feeling betrayed, a, a, a relationship not working out regardless. And this is a big regardless, but like of how long it is, oftentimes people go into these things with hope. Mm-hmm. And so she she thought she could change a man who told her repeatedly he couldn't. And then he was like, maybe. And it just it didn't work out and so I think a part of this is her just trying to figure out what to deal how to deal with her emotions about that maybe Mm -hmm. and also her life um what was the question I don't know okay great Um, do you think that Taylor in oh did it for revenge yeah um like there were always like I mean even in the reunion maybe attention there was a lot of like you guys are so close with Austin. Yeah, that they they were like I I don't think that that friendship was something that ever came from a place of revenge, but do you think that any of the whatever happened between them, do you think it was for that or do you think that she really likes him or both? I think it's probably a combination so and it also is the one Harry met Sally accord of like can heterosexual men and women ever just be friends? Do you think that they can? I have platonic male friends that I have never had any romantic interest in, nor do I ever expect that I would. Mm -hmm. I have male platonic friends who I have already had romantic experiences with. And we're like, oh, it's not that it's this Um, kind of the inverse of that rule is (laughs) right. (laughs) Um, Where it's like, oh, they can only be friends if they've already (laughs) had sex. Um, That's actually like the way you get it off the table is you have sex. Um, So I don't know. Like, I don't know if those two could have ever just been friends, though. Yeah, I think that there is something underlying. And if I was... They both hate Shep. (laughs) (laughs) That's like how they bond. They're both like I mean, this that's guy. Funny, but also like very real. Yeah, they both have like I don't. It's funny I don't think it's, it's real. I don't think they've ever really verbally said to each other. No, like, I, I hate Shep. They I hate might Shep not too. Know it. I don't think they even know. I think she knows she's mad and hurt at, by his actions and the way he treated her. And I think Austin is jealous and like I don't think he can quite place that it's that he doesn't like him because they are friends. But they both have the same sentiment, which is they don't like what he gets away with. And they would like to get away with stuff, too. And I think that that's, like, something that I don't think they explicitly recognized in each other, but I do think it's what drew them together, even for the friendship. A theory. (laughs) And what happens if they really like each other? I guess not. I mean, like, if you're... I I don't know if they could ever actually be in a relationship, because it's like they would lose 
so much. But it's like, I don't know. What do they have? And also, what are they going to lose if Shep has said, well, I know there's a big difference, but like if he's been like, we're friends and we're all good people, are they going to be like, okay, oral contract, like we're still good people and now we're going to date. I mean, I don't think Olivia will stand by for that. She'll be gone. But Shep, he'll stay on the, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, and again, I can't say enough about Craig. I just so it's appreciate him. In the, it is Craig's season. I remember at Paige at one point, maybe it was on the last Summer House reunion where she was like, and he's the most famous, successful Bravo Lebron. I forget where she, she said oh, yeah. he was the number one guy in the room. And it's like, you know what? No, Craig said it about himself. She repeated that. I think she I think said she it re- on Summer House. I think she repeated it, but it's something that Craig said. Oh, about okay, himself. got it, got it, got it. And they both believe it, and God Great. bless them for that because I have never seen this. I've seen Craig where he has made solid points, but I just the clear way that he is communicating mm-hmm. that no part of this is normal. And she can be a voice of reasons. Craig has can. had enough like distance because I think that Craig has like. In a way that I don't think Shep has really experienced the world in the way most people have. Exactly. He's been so sheltered. He hasn't like... He's very sheltered. He hasn't had to work. He hasn't ever worked. He has never like interacted with people in a way where it's like, oof, I kind of need to just get through. Like he can always just be like, bye, I don't need this. I don't need anything. I've got mailbox money or whatever the fuck. Um, That's what he called at one point. And I was like, I hate this guy with such a deep burning passion that I can't even really articulate it. But he reads. He. <laughs> I want him to prove he's finished one book. Um, and not just like heard a title and a quote. Um, but like Craig has like moved through the world a little bit more like the average viewer, at least up until his early to mid Mm twenties, which doesn't make him like some, you know, paragon of understanding and reasonability, but like he is somebody who like, I think has like just enough more perspective than the rest of them to be able to like see scenarios for what they are sometimes. Totally. Not always. He's also still on the show and has been for a long time and, is a pillow magnate and it's like, okay. Um, but I do think that he can be the voice of your and it's so nice to see him like really firmly in that role in this season. It's nice to see actual growth and growth that is not immediately attached to some sort of trauma or upset. Yes. That he's just like, I think he's in a relationship that makes him happy. I think yeah. they're figuring out what it's supposed to look like. What is that going to look like? I don't know. Because girl is not moving to South Carolina. I think she would do it part time but she needs she needs to have her foot in New York I mean 100%. her crying being like I don't want to leave my mom who doesn't right. connect with that right she also doesn't like it there but like she could be I don't know you the things that you do I just yeah I, I mean they have to figure that but it seems like they're figuring that out they however. are figuring so it out it's maybe. just like I think yeah. he's in a happy relationship his yeah. business is going well really and well. he's like not centered in any like I think that like that last year with Naomi that was last season um it just got hook up the Vegas thing no it was the next there was like he started dating Paige and Naomi was still on the show she was hooking up with Whitney quote-unquote last season yeah I you missed you missed some stuff okay um I think that that got really dark and I think that like for she was a dark for, for everyone. She was a dark force on him. Really? And I don't know if that means he loved her. So I don't know what that what that was. But like she pulled him into like being really out of control huh? in a way that I think Paige doesn't. Yeah. And now Naomi's no longer in the show. And I don't know if she's even in the community anymore. So it's like great. 
he's he's doing he's having a great season i'm excited to see craig kind of i hope he can stay in this lane for as long as possible because it's a really nice place for him yeah i'm excited to see what these new guys are bringing to the table yeah the thing i wish they couple had been of different more, rods couple of different rods couple of rods i wish we had gotten a little JP bit more of them in this jd episode yeah jp jd i think, I think. jd because we can't get rid of one jd without having another god that other jd nightmare the rod that both rods are very attractive, but the rod that attempted to kiss Olivia, that was a guttural moment for me because I've been watching while like mm. Instagram storying as I watch the eps. And the fact that he went straight on, mm. straightforward, it, it hurts my heart because mm-hmm. he's so attractive and mm-hmm. seems to be for no well-meaning. Yes. And you just you can't go straight right on. Yeah. You gotta someone's gotta tilt. Someone yeah. has got to shift. Yes. We have to compromise. We do. And that was tough. Cause yeah. who hasn't it's a had, collaboration? It is a collaboration. And who has I hate first kisses so much. They're awful. I really it gives me I say things out loud like this doesn't count. I've done that. <sighs> it's just not <laughs> I, I don't like it it makes me i get really nervous i like second kisses moving forward i do not i get i yeah. clench i like get nervous with the first kiss and it just gave me like immediate <clears throat> when i was mm. watching it because i just mm. thought like someone had to tilt it just was a tough moment but yeah. he seemed but we don't really we, we don't really seen, see him we haven't seen much of him but i think not we're going there in the season trailer those guys popped up a lot. Right. The and other JD, guy- I think, like yells at people and yeah. throws a chair or whatever. Well, somebody yells at Shep being like, you're the oldest guy in this group. When are you going to grow up? And it's like, thank you. <laughs> um, even well, though technically it's still Whitney. <laughs> but Yeah, that's true. He's like 62 or something. I don't know. <laughs> Listen, um, I'm just going to say it. And I don't feel guilt or shame for saying it. Mm. I think Whitney looks good. I think he's aging he, like a fine wine. I am really looks better now than he has ever before, ever on this show. But I think also separate from that growth, he looks good. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's not just like because he used to, you know, whatever. I just think he like, no, I just and I know that he's dating 23 year olds yeah. and is on his journey. Um, I just like I, I love that they pretend that he lives him. with his mom. It's like, I don't think he lives there. He I think he stays there. I think there. he stays there when he's in Charleston when they're filming. And also big pockets of time because of COVID and because yes. unfortunately and Michael yeah. was very sick and is now, I think, doing okay. I think he's living independently. It was just his 70th birthday. I saw it on Instagram. Happy birthday, Michael. Like one of the kings of Bravo, yes. a wonderful man. Ugh. I'm glad they're still in touch. Like yeah. he just was lovely and funny too, yes. by the way. Very, very funny. Dry. Very funny. But yeah, I think Whitney's um, like hanging with mom, which yeah. he absolutely should. Totally. And I love, I do love their, aside from the photo, I do love their connection with each other. Yeah. I do really genuinely that think That is it's real funny. and it's not like, oh, totally. the cameras are on, let's act like we talk to each other ever. Like, I, they are, that is the only, first of all, that is the only child model. Like, totally. Which I am and I get it. And, oh, But wow. I think that's especially the only son to mom. Like, yes. That's me and dad. That's me and my dad. Oh, that's so. I mean, I'm close to my. I'm very close to my mom as well. In fact, I have okay. to call her um, when this is done. She call, She emailed me. She goes, "We need to talk about your life insurance policy." And I'm like, <gasps> "I don't know what that is." <laughs> what a way to start! I was an like, email. "Are you was that the subject line? <laughs> <laughs> the subject line? Netflix. The subject line was high, and then the body of the email was, "We need to talk about your life insurance." Oh policy. my god! My mom she is changed so funny. the color of the email She's to so red. She's so funny. 
Wow, wow, wow. That's dedication. Truly. Parenthood. Anyway, so I like I I that is a real relationship that they I can tell that relationship between them is very real. And it's, you know, as much as they're both like out of control, um, I like that they're close. This season is gonna stay with me for so long. Yeah. I'm so thankful for it. I'm thankful for it right now. Mm-hmm. Right now, I need a little bit of chaos mm-hmm. that feels funny or the stakes, apologies to those involved are not the highest in the world, yes, but they feel you. high to the people yes, involved. That's that's what I need. Yeah, this is exes and friends kissing or not. And like, that's exactly what we need. And also, were they standing up? Who tilted? Were you lying down? Mm. How many times we kissed once? What was was it following also, the thing exact- of like, you're the one? Also, like, when exactly was it in when, time? They've been lying for months. So was that always a lie? Or were they like, oh, this is a good idea? I was think this they- right after the reunion? I mean, when like this could have been any time. Babies we- have been made following Southern Charm reunions. Yes. Hotel rooms have been shared that were not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. So. I mean... Not to follow in the T-Rav Catherine model, but there has been a journey mm. when it comes to hooking post up reunions, on Southern Charm, yeah. especially post-filming. So again, we're going to need, I need them to give us all the details. 100%. And I, I hope for it. I pray for it. But in the meantime, I'm so glad that mm. we talked Southern Charm because it needed to be said. We did need to talk about it. We did need to talk. We did need to, again... Mention it all. Mention it all. Um, Allison Libby, tell the folks what we got cooking over there at Ruined HQ and where people can follow you on social and more. Um, you can follow the podcast at Ruined Podcast on Instagram and wherever you get your pods. And we have a Patreon that you can join if you really want more movies covered. Uh, we do a bunch of those. And then you can follow me at Allison Libby, A-L-I-S-O-N-L-E-I-B-Y on Instagram and TBD, maybe one day, TikTok. <laughs> uh, guys, and in the words of Shep, um, this is a place for joy. So is the Andy's Girls Patreon, number one way to support the pod. You get exclusive bonus episodes and so much more at patreon.com slash Andy's Girls. And yes, Andy's Girls Live is coming quick. It's hopefully the way to ensure sure that you guys get AG BravoCon coverage and I would love to meet AGs in LV um, in a couple weeks. So join Ryan Bailey and I Thursday, October 26th for a virtual show. Thanks to our friends at Moment. We're going to be unpacking the Beverly Hills premiere and so much more. And yes, tickets are available on demand. That means you get a week to watch. So if you're not able to join us live, no problem. That's taken care of too and they're only 12 bucks and go up day of. Um, So that's a moment exclusive. Would love for you to join us. And the last time that Ryan and I did a live show with moment, which was so much fun. The chat was like unbelievable. The chat is so fun. The chat, you've done so many moments. Yeah, we do like one a month basically. And it's it's just our chat is like, there's all become friends. It's like really great. It's honestly, it's, it's incredible. There is also an after show with BH trivia. So um, stay tuned for that if you join and and my goodness, uh, follow me on Instagram at Dame Galley. Allison Leiby, uh, mm. an afternoon of sass. Thanks Truly so much for being on this journey. Love I so it. appreciate you. Love it. I appreciate you. Oh, my God. We're just appreciating each other. Mm. Um, and on that note, guys, thanks for listening. And we will chat with you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.